So hello everyone and this is going to be episode number 18 of the Let's Talk Retouching podcast. Today we are going to skip even the intro because we need to talk or I need to talk. And I thought the intro might not fit with the topic that I am going to sit down and talk with you or to you as this is going to be more of a personal or emotional uh, episode at least for me and definitely going to be more personal than any other episode so it's not necessarily going to be about techniques and retouching per se but more about my business of retouching and I have debated with myself whether I should post such personal content on the blog or in this podcast over many days now and now came to the conclusion that I just want to get it out there and I want to share it with you. And as the end of the year or better the new year is approaching quite quickly now, it is also time for me not so much to look back, but more towards the future, making plans, re-evaluating my goals. And a lot has changed for me in the past couple of months. And I even might have left some of you confused by moving the podcast to a new website. Therefore, I just want to sit down and talk about a few things that led to making this decision, what I am planning and where I might take things in regards to retouching and my business. So before we get to start, let me just say I usually do not talk about this type of stuff, at least not in public. It is hard for me to speak out in public about the plans I have made, um, which puts me under a lot of pressure to deliver results and to reach my goals. But more I fear openly talking about what did not work for me, where I failed, and to be held accountable for everything that might not have went as planned. It's just not something that comes natural to me. But I guess that is my responsibility now to hold myself accountable for everything that might not have been the way I intended it to be. So I don't even know where to start because there are so many things and so many gears moving in my life currently. I just know you might have had some questions the same as I had some questions in the past few months. So. Let me get into all of what happened in the past two years even. Um, many decisions and what has happened behind curtains and shed some light onto some happenings. Let's start with just talking about moving the website. Um, by the time this episode is out now, all of the traffic is being redirected from adroidretouch.com to the new domain boutiqueretouching.com. Some links are still there as I have tried to update content, streamline URLs and so on. And I have to say I just missed out a little bit on uh, planning this properly. But it is what it is now and over time I will discover all sorts of broken links and manually sort them out, redirect them. But if you know a little bit about SEO, you might have now guessed that this might have not been the most ideal scenario. And it might have cost me some traffic, possibly Google penalties. And that definitely is the case. But let me start way earlier in the past. 
and I'd like to explain how Edward Retouch came to be, what I was not happy with and what eventually contributed to my decisions to let it die off. The first thing, like the website I started, uh, was actually I just bought the domain atroid.de. Never had real plans with the website or the domain, nor was I thinking about putting a retouching portfolio out there. I'm not quite sure. Maybe I had the idea to sell t-shirts with that domain. Not that I knew anything about doing an online business back then. I just had bought the domain for whatever reason. I might have briefly talked about this in one or the other podcast episode that I once took courses in web design. And while taking these classes, I had to work with Photoshop and eventually noticed that I liked playing around with photos much more over editing code. So I did that much more often. And the website domain was there long before I started retouching and knowing what to do with it. But I ended up putting up a portfolio there because I just had the domain and yeah, didn't see a reason why I should buy another one at that time. But long story short, as I did more editing, I found this thing called high-end retouching. I was captured by the perfection in images that I have never seen or discovered before. I just want to learn this so badly. Um, and that was the start for me to, yeah, I started probably like everyone else, not knowing where to start with high-end retouching. So I spent countless nights trying to figure this out. I've watched a few tutorials here and there, but mostly being super technical as I am and analytical, I had the need to figure things out myself. Even more have as I have always compared myself to others and to find differences and learn from it. So that was my approach on learning high-end retouching. Uh, probably not the fastest way, uh, but eventually it got me there. Anyways, I just don't want to bug you too much with the details on how I learned retouching. Uh, fast forward a few years and I had made plenty of progress in retouching. So I just put up a website and used the domain that I had. Later, I moved it to edgeworldretouch.com and bought this domain because I thought it would fit more having the retouch in the domain name to tell people what uh, the website is about. But saying this, the Edward Retouch website, the edgeworldretouch.com was basically the old database. Uh, I moved everything over. So it was kind of a mess as I was continuously trying things out with that website. But I ended up spending way too much time to fix things. And also sometimes I ran into errors and bugs that um, I couldn't explain other than uh, having a messed up database. So at some point, I just knew I had to rework the whole website and yeah, start from scratch with a fresh database. And that was one consideration why I wanted to at least rebuild the whole website. 
Another aspect was brand-based and uh, retouching business-based. Considering I initially saw retouching just as a hobby, I have eventually made quite some progress with it. Let's call it a project back then. So the, my hobby turned into a business and as I moved on with the website and everything, so my approach to it has changed so much. But working on this project for so many years, it really hurts kind of to let things go. But yeah, now it was the time just to let it die off. Now consider I have made quite some progress with my retouching skills. I made tons of connections within this industry. I have retouched cover stories for the most prominent fashion and beauty magazines after national and international campaigns, all without a team around me. A few years back, I would not have thought I would be doing this and accomplish anything in the creative field. But what always bugged me was the name I had chosen. Even today, I cannot really explain why I decided to go with it uh, other than that I had this domain. The name was in no way connected to retouching. That said, people just got familiar with it eventually. Then later in my, let's call it, career, I made the decision to also teach retouching. I have a passion for it and wanted to give back to a community uh, as I knew how hard it can be to actually learn about this uh, as there is so much misleading information out there and yeah education content is not necessarily uh, super structured but back to making the decision to teach um, people just got familiar with my work but it was always just about the images as i am quite introverted and was not pushing my name out there other than uh, using this Edward retouch name. And when I was going to conventions, and this was kind of a weird situation at first, knowing many were familiar with my work, but not with the person behind it. At first, it didn't really affect me until I made this decision to also teach retouching because people want a personal connection to whom they choose to learn from. And this is where my fear of becoming somewhat of a public persona came into play. Um, I struggled with it and from my upbringing and my mentality. Uh, so I'm not born to do this. I'm not born to do public speaking talks um, and stand in front of a camera or create content. I was not familiar with that concept, but I wanted to teach and I saw that I need to catch up on that a lot. And even this podcast was something I would have never thought I could do because of that mentality I was brought up with. Another difficulty was uh, in terms of how to differentiate a retouching business and teaching. So when you make the decision to cater to multiple audiences at the same time, things quickly become confusing to your potential customers. I felt like building a platform for people to learn while at the same time doing retouching for a very high standard clientele. And that just leads to some sort of confusion. 
In regards to marketing, I never wanted to really write about casual topics or easy topics just to reach more people and instead position myself as a very high-skilled professional. I've now come to the conclusion to split things up and make a change in marketing strategy, but I will talk about that later, how I uh, will go on from there and how I will approach things in the future. So these were a few issues I was having in the past, but as if this was not enough already, another reason why things did not progress like I wanted them to was uh, facing herniated disc issues twice over the past two and a half years, uh, along with uh, being depressed. Obviously, uh, when you're affected by herniated disc issues, you cannot do much for quite some time and that drags you down a little bit. So I'm not here to to um, get any uh, positive feedback. I'm just saying this. Um, I was constantly blaming myself because I had plans and was not able to get there due to the health conditions as well. Now it's time to move on from that and to make more conscious decisions about my life and how um, how working all the time might affect my health as well. So I'm not here to tell anyone what to do when feeling down or um, when suffering from clinical depressions, but making conscious decisions for your life is always a welcome thing to do, no matter your condition, being in control of your own situation. And that's where I'm headed now. Um, and even it might create more work for me and cost me more money to do it, how I now will approach things. Uh, it's a conscious decision that I have made and I take that over constantly hovering between reality and limbus uh, so not getting anything done. It might take longer, it might take more effort, it might take more money, but I'm taking this. So and then um, there was another thing that was going on in this industry which I was not happy with. Let me say over the years I have made many many friends and connections Most of them I'm still connected with, but I have also made enemies over the past few years. People are not always like the image they portray in public. And I in no way want to blame anyone here for the situation I was put in. It is what it is. And sometimes they are just stones cast in your way for you to maneuver around. And sometimes it's just people that like to throw stones at other people for whatever reason. But I have to say though, the number of positive connections I have made and am still maintaining today by far outweighed the negative ones. So this was all just a small push towards me thinking, oh well, fuck it, I just start all over and I'm going to move on. But after all, It was mostly due to sad friends that I have challenging myself while I was constantly considering to give up everything I was working for in the past years. And I'm happy for them to convince me that I have to keep things going. And that's what I'm going to do, just in a slightly different way. So these were all factors, um, just some background information for you to understand why I was moving on from Edgeward Retouch and moving on to something slightly different. So you see, it was just time for a change. And I'm now actively seeking out change. 
I knew I had to try and change the image that I have of myself and change the mental state that I sometimes put myself in. The feeling of not being good enough does not get you anywhere. So I figured out the best way around that would be to start practicing and enjoy the way of uh, learning new things. And that happened all behind what was publicly distributed through my regular channels. I practiced video editing, audio recording and audio post-production, sitting in front of the camera, learned about marketing, sales, SEO, content strategy and whatnot. But more importantly, I think I am on a way of learning more about myself and what I am worth to myself and to others. With so many things changing behind curtains, it now was just time for me to make public commitments to these changes I set in motion. Uh, my biggest takeaway of everything is just to keep moving forward, which I did by starting to rebrand my business. As so much has changed, I just wanted to promote this change. It's just a new start and it deserves a new name. But not only that, my approach on business has changed too. As I'm now not working all by myself anymore, I want to use the new brand to position myself or position my business more as a retouching agency. Another sign I intended to set out with the rebrand was pricing. Never have I wanted to work cheap, so it made sense to encompass high quality and high pricing with the business name. So boutique retouching is a high priced and high quality retouching studio, which is reflected by the name itself. The question you now might have is what will be the difference? Um, so well, boutique retouching will mainly be a high-end retouching studio for boutique clients. That means content on the website will also mostly be targeted to other professionals. Whether this will include retouching services or training other professionals and advertising agencies. What it will not be, it will not be a place where you will find tons of tutorials and even less tutorials for beginner retouchers. That is not the focus of a high-end studio in my opinion. However, for teaching retouching to others is a deep-rooted passion of mine. I have decided to create a platform eventually which teaches others the arts and crafts of post-production. And that will not just be retouching, that will also include some sort of audio post-production and video post-production. And if you want to follow up what is coming on there, head over to learnpostproduction.com and subscribe to the mailing list. And you will be one of the first to know when things are getting started over there. It might take some time because it is not a priority at the moment, but I set up the goal to create this thing and eventually I will get there. And now lastly, concerning this podcast, I can promise you guys it is not going anywhere. I will keep doing it. That said, with all the work on my business and client work coming in, it is hard to keep a regular schedule like other podcasts can. So you guys might have to wait a little longer at times for another episode to come out, but I am committed to doing it. 
as the intention was to give voice to the fantastic people out there working in the post-production industry, because I think often in post-production people are working behind closed doors and they have to fight to have their work credited at all. And that's why the podcast is here for people to to raise awareness of post-production and the people working in this industry. So I hope you guys now appreciate my openness. It really was not easy to write this down or to um, talk into a microphone. What was on my mind and what was going on? Yeah, mostly behind closed closed doors or behind curtains. Yeah, I hope you, you can appreciate that. And I hope you are going to stick around for upcoming episodes as I have recorded a bunch. I just haven't had time to publish anything. So this is the end of the episode. Um, no intro, no outro. I hope you now understand a little bit what was going on. Even though I tried my best to explain everything, I really cannot go more into detail with some topics because, yeah, it wouldn't be fair to do this. Now I'm just left with saying, if you like the podcast in general, um, listen to other episodes, uh, subscribe wherever you are listening to podcasts, I would really appreciate if you guys take the time and give me feedback. So I made quite some effort to convince myself of being open with you guys. And I would like to have you at least reach out to me uh, what you what your thoughts are, what you're thinking about my decisions. Or just leave a review. I'm super happy to read the reviews. I've gotten some feedback recently. And I have to say, I'm super happy to just read. If you guys like it, if you are recommending the podcast to other people, it just makes me happy to put the effort in. Because it's not just for myself, it is for you guys. And I'm happy to put the effort in. So yeah, reach out to me, write me a message, write me an email and I see you in the next episode.